Hi everybody, I am Aeor, and you have clicked on the first premiere episode of my brand new podcast. Currently it has no name, and I am probably going to be adding something in right here eventually. The purpose of this podcast is going to be to follow the dopamine. I suffer from ADHD, and sometimes... I jump from topic to topic. So I'm going to be recording my adventures. To be honest, most of this is going to be a little rambly. I would apologize for that, but that's not my style. The topics I'm going to cover in this podcast will range from anime to music to religion, art, some politics... To be honest, it's going to jump around everywhere. This is my first ever attempt at recording and editing anything, so please bear with me while I learn the ropes and figure it out as I go. I hope it's enjoyable. this first episode, I am going to be sharing a story of mine. Currently, I am suffering through a bout of decently heavy depression, and it's the fault of my workplace. It's not easy, and I'm working through it, but there's a lot to unpackage. So let's get into it, I guess. I work in a small organization. I guarantee we have less than 100 people, maybe less than 50. And I'm used to working for huge corporations. They are normally factories and things of that nature, but I got this job about two years ago, and I didn't realize how small it really was, to be honest. The main drawback of working for my company is that they are heavily religious. I guess you would call them Christian-leaning? I don't know how to explain it, really. The original owner is very heavy in his faith and he has even written books about his faith and things of that nature the politics of religion don't really get brought up at work too much but when they do it is kind of overwhelming every single work meeting is generally a luncheon and before every meal they have to have a public prayer now i'm not a christian or a believer of that faith but it doesn't bother me you do you boo i can sit to the side and do my own thing until you're done and then we eat it's not a big deal it doesn't bother me what does bother me is when i have my trainer shoving her religion straight down my throat. Let's call this woman Martha. Karen's a little overused, and 
she does have a good heart, so I won't really... Calling her Karen is a bit too much. So, Martha it is. Well, Martha, once upon a time, was a major partier. She was heavy into drugs. She was drinking constantly. But then she found God, and she was saved, and she became a born-again Christian. Which is all well and good. I mean, she turned her life around. She got her head out of her bum. She became a better person. The thing is, that's all she is now. She is nothing but a Christian. Every single conversation with her, whether it's about the weather, the job, or what you ate for dinner last night, it somehow becomes about her religion. My feelings on religion and even politics can be surmised by a quote from Dame Maggie Smith. I believe it was from her character in Downton Abbey. She said, My dear, religion is like a penis. It's a perfectly fine thing to have and take pride in. But when one takes it out and waves it in front of my face, we have a problem. My dear listener, I don't know if you can tell, but I am almost the farthest thing from a Christian. I do not subscribe to that religion or its values for the most part. I mean, I want to be a good person, just like anybody should be, but in all reality, Christians and Christianity have harassed, bullied, and attacked me for most of my life. I am a gay pagan man living in the middle of nowhere in Ohio, and I'm used to being attacked, ridiculed, and talked down to by Christians. My coworker is no different. Martha has a tendency to pray a lot, verbally, out loud, publicly. If you tell her you have a headache, she puts her, her hands upon you and starts praying loudly, asking Jesus or God or whichever one it is to take your pain away from you. That's not a bad thing. I mean, it's a religious way to say, oh, I'm sorry, I wish you weren't feeling like that. I wish I could help you. It's the kind and courteous thing to do, just mixed with religion. And I wouldn't really find any fault in it if it wasn't always about religion with her. And if she didn't take it a step too far just recently. Within the last month, I think it was, it's been a bit of a blur. She came up to a coworker and made a joke about needing something straightened and called him Mr. Straight Man because he has an eye for detail and 
really is good at getting things straightened out. Me being the smarty butt that I am looked up and said, I know you're not talking to me. And she responded with, oh, I know. I pray for you every single day. And then she began to try to pray the gay away. And that felt a bit too far for me. I mean, she was treating a big part of me like she does a headache. It hurt. It felt wrong and it felt rude. So that's what I said to her. I looked her square in her face and I just said, rude. She stopped mid-sentence and looked at me and came over. What did you say? I looked her in her face again and I said, rude. And I turned away from her and I got back to work. But I couldn't get it out of my head. It, it became like a small pin driving underneath my fingernails. And I couldn't look at her the same way again for a while. It took me a couple of days to decide to approach my company's HR system and say, Hey, I know she means most things in a good way. Like, she's got a good heart, but this was over my line. I... I don't think my sexuality is a problem, and I don't think that she should treat it like she did. I don't, and I don't believe in praying the gay away in the first place. It's, that's not how this works. In most other organizations, bigger companies and corporations, this would be considered a sexual harassment issue. But at my company, the only thing that happened was she was talked to. And she was told to not discuss religion with me anymore. That I did not subscribe to her religious views and that she should not try to force her religious views upon me. Apparently, she's been talked to in the past about doing that. Because it was not a surprise when I told HR and others that she found me on Facebook and sent me daily prayers and scriptures and other such religious messages. I don't, I don't know what else to call them. It was bordering on harassment because I did not add her on Facebook. She did not add me. She just found me and started sending them to me. And apparently I'm not the only one that she's done that to. Now, call me crazy, but I think the, the employee that is proven to be a nuisance and is proven to harass other associates 
I don't think that she should just get a slap on the wrist for this harassment, especially when it's proven to be a problem with her. But in all reality, it was just swept under the rug. And I just have had to deal with it. Thankfully, she has listened for the most part and does not bring up religion with me. She catches herself every once in a while about to start a tirade, but I just look at her and she stops. For how much longer, I don't know. Moving on, we will go to last Thursday. And this is the reason that I'm starting this podcast because I need to get my head on straight. It's it's pretty bad. Um, when I complained about Martha, I complained to HR, and HR sent that complaint over to my manager. Let's call him Bob. Bob is an okay guy. He's pretty... He seems to be a little chauvinistic but he's he's an every man he's a guy's guy he knows cars he knows tools he knows a little bit about about everything and he's an all right guy or so i thought well i got pulled into the office to talk about it and he made the entire conversation about how i went to hr instead of him He wasn't happy because he thought that I trusted him enough to handle the situation. And I told him that I wasn't sure if it would be a conflict of interest with him because he and Martha were decently close friends. I didn't want to put him in a position where he had to choose between us or to punish a friend and maybe look like a jerk. I don't know. I I went to HR because that's what felt right to do. And it's what I've always been told in other companies. It's not that the meeting didn't go well, but it, I don't know. He, he kept reassuring me that he likes me. He doesn't care about who I am or what I do in my off time. He cares about my work. And my work has been very good. Remember that because it's going to come back later. Well, he was part of just sweeping it under the rug. And he told me that if I ever needed to talk about what's going on, that I could approach him. That proved to be false last Thursday. It was just about clock out time. We had maybe a minute or two left. And he walked out of his office, came over to our section, and looked at my trainer and was saying something about the Bud Light situation with the protests against them and boycotting. And he was saying something about how they're just stupid. He locked eyes with me, and I said, yeah, people are being kind of stupid and blowing it out of proportion. And he came up to me, and he said, no, I mean, the company is stupid. 
And I said, oh, okay, well, let's not talk about politics while we're at work. That's not how we should do things. And I tried to turn away and walk away from the situation, knowing that we were on differing sides. I didn't want to cause an argument and I didn't want to have a debate while I was at work. Well, he followed me and he started rambling on about pretty much about any kind of transphobic propaganda that you could think of. He went on a giant rant. He started saying that trans people are pedophiles and that all they do is prey upon children in bathrooms and there's so many recorded events and uh, reported events about how they attack children in bathrooms and that a trans woman isn't really a woman unless she has her genitalia chopped off and called them groomers and all this other stuff and then he threatened violence against any trans person he saw going into the wrong bathroom. I asked him if he was going to check every single person's genitalia before they went into the bathroom and he didn't really have an answer for that but he started doubling down and I just walked away. I just walked away, clocked out, and instantly went back to my HR and made a complaint, made a formal complaint because he's my boss and he wouldn't stop when I asked him to stop. And he started trying to have an argument about politics with me on the clock. So I, I made a complaint. I went home that day and just sat there, staring at the wall, petting my cat, trying to figure out what to do, and it... I started to spiral. I felt trapped because he's he's my boss. I can't get away from him. I have to go to him for every other thing to verify if I'm allowed to or if that's what I should do or any problem I'm supposed to bring to him and I couldn't see myself looking at him and not feeling uncomfortable or to be honest unsafe if the man was willing to say those things at work while on the clock and while being recorded, what else would he be willing to say? So I, like I said, I started to spiral and I contemplated going to the hospital. I contemplated admitting myself because to be honest, things have been really crap for a while now, and this was just the nail in the coffin. My dad passed not long ago, and my mom has been depressed and not in a great way, and I've been trying to shoulder as much of that as I can for her. I've had a lot of issues in my house. The pipe burst 
on Christmas Day last year and we're still trying to fix it. Uh, both cars that we had, me and my partner, broke down at the same time as the burst pipe, so we had to get a loan for that. We had to get a loan for the car, we had to get a loan to fix the roof, not roof, ceiling and the pipe, and it's it's been a lot in the last half a year, and my other half lost his job. He wasn't able to continue working where he was, and his employer technically stopped paying him, still owes us money. So it's just my job that's bringing in the income, so I can't leave it. But then my my other half, he got another job. And he's going to be making decently good money. But because of the new job, he is out of town for a month to do training. And so I'm alone. And he's stressed, so I can't stress him with my problems and my friends are all stressed out with their own stuff so I can't burden them and yeah so obviously I started to spiral and so I called off of work the next day because I just couldn't face him and that turned into a long weekend because Monday was Memorial Day completely forgot about that one to be honest so I went back into work on Tuesday, and I, to be honest, I fully expected for that to be my last day. Either I was going to get fired in some kind of retaliation that they would sweep under the rug, or I would just quit. And I've been contemplating it the entire time. I cleaned out my desk, all of all personal property. I brought home my lotions, my hand sanitizer, my notes, my paraphernalia of my own property. I brought it all home. But I messaged my HR before work and told her that I needed to have a sit down before work started or right when work started because I just... I needed to get it out of my system and I needed to have a chat about where we were going with all of this before work started. And I was told that she was busy and would not be able to sit with me until maybe half an hour into the shift. I said, okay, I can handle that. I planned on just piddle-footing around and pretending to work until the meeting, but then right before work started she sent me another message that said she could not sit with me that the president of the company wanted to sit with me and have a conversation that's when the dread really set in and i assumed i was getting fired for some reason or another whether they said it was because i called off friday or i don't know i assumed that i was going to be fired well, he couldn't meet with me until about lunch, and that, that was excruciating. Four hours sitting there trying to work, trying to focus on work, and 
I don't know. It was crazy. But one of those instances that I was worried about came up. I needed to ask my boss a question. I needed to go talk to Bob. And I couldn't face him. I couldn't look him in the eye and pretend like nothing happened. So I approached Martha and I said, Hey, I don't feel comfortable being alone with him or talking to him right now. Would you please ask him this question for me? That apparently was the wrong thing to do. Martha instantly started harassing me about the situation and wanted to know what was going on. I told her that I had a meeting with the president of the company and I would not be discussing the situation until the conversation had been had. It needed to remain private. She told me that she got called into the office about it on Friday. I have no idea why she was called into the office. It had nothing to do with her. She wasn't even involved in the conversation. But she claimed she was called into the office, so she had a right to know. I told her that no, what happened with me is my business and needs to be remain private until I had my conversation with the president. And she just would not stop. She kept pestering me, kept pestering me. She started to shame and try to manipulate me and talk down to me. And she said, I need to... First, she said that, uh, well, then why'd you call off Friday? How dare you leave us shorthanded? How dare you do that to us? How could you do that? And... I tried to, again, reiterate that I needed to remain private until I had my conversation with the big boss. Well, she approached me, put her hands on me, and started saying that I need to stop wearing my heart on my sleeves and yada yada yada, and she started to pray again. So I took a step back and I screamed. I said... I called off because I wanted to kill myself, alright? I wanted to end my life because of everything that was going on. Is that what you wanted to know? Does that make you feel better? Is this what you wanted? I broke down into tears and I walked away and... Yeah. So I went about my day and I tried to make it work until the meeting. Like I said, it was a pretty hard four hours. <clears throat> the president finally came and got me after lunch and sat me down with him and the CEO. Yeah, tell me that wasn't an intimidating situation. The guy's big, the guy's bulky, he's broad, and I don't know, he's very, very intimidating. But I was sitting in that closed office, 
and he told me that he reviewed my complaint, he watched the videos, and he agreed that Bob was out of line. He had a, uh, did he say a, no, he said a conversation with Bob. And Bob was very sorry for what he did and what he said, and that he would never do it again. And that's the gist of the meeting. At least the meeting that pertained to my actual complaint. It was swept under the rug, and he's sorry he won't do it again, is all I really got. The rest of the meeting involved getting chastised for bringing the situation to my HR representative. Because she is not a true HR in a bigger corporation, the HR personnel is there to take your complaints and to fix those situations. Because we are a smaller corporation, she's not trained to handle that, and I was unaware of it. So what I was supposed to do was bring it directly to the president. That's very unapproachable, if you ask me. But that's what the rest of the meeting was about, was me taking it to the wrong person and next time to bring it to him. So no real conclusion there. It was, he's sorry and he won't do it again. So that's the end of my story. There's no real conclusion because it is currently Thursday. After the meeting on Tuesday, I went back to work and kept my head down and tried to stay out of people's way. Oh, I did get a formal apology from Bob. He sat down in the CEO's office with me and he apologized for what he did. He's really, really sorry. Um, I could tell he was forced into it, but at least he did do it. I mean, I'm, a forced apology is better than no apology. But that's where I'm at right now. I don't know if I'm going to stay at the job. I don't know if I'm going to quit. If I quit, we'll survive, but I don't know what else I can do. Like I said, I'm kind of in nowhere land, Ohio, so there's not really much going on. Not many jobs that I haven't already tried. I'm in my mid-30s, and... I've had four or five jobs in this one town. I have a degree in graphic design, but I'm not very competitive. Well, thanks for listening, and let me know in the comments, or send me a message, what you think I should do about work 
couple of my friends have said that I should sue them for discrimination and harassment. I mean, it is all on camera, but it would be a hard fight, and I'm not sure I really have the energy for it. Let me know what you would do. See ya. Mm -hmm.